got picked on at school for things he couldn't change. He tried his best to play it cool, but in the seventh grade, you either fit right in or you don't fit. That's just the cold hard truth. I wish that I'd have been the friend that Billy never knew. I think it's time to come together, you and I can make a change. Maybe we can make a difference, make the world a better place. Look around and love somebody, we've been hating. has 6.8 billion people, that's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. Yeah. He actually, he actually said that. We could have even backed it up a little bit more than that. Hey, welcome back to the second hour, top of the second hour of today's Road Warrior radio broadcast this Friday, February 23rd. 2024 and to recap real quick again um just briefly before we dive back in republic broadcasting network exists because of listeners like you so please support the network those who do faithfully thank you very much for your support uh there is no gates foundation grant coming why well because of what we just played and the other thing earlier obviously that would be inimical to the Gates Foundation interest. Anyway, I am joined again, once again, uh, today by my special guest, Kevin McCarran. And so uh, we're talking about all kinds of crazy dark stuff, but it's about to get darker. So yes. buckle up. <laughs> yeah. So Because Kansas is going bye-bye. Yeah, pretty much. So just to reiterate what we've briefly touched on right so we're we're in agreement that there is a well i call them apex predator class that are basically neo-malthusians that i would yeah. i would argue that if you if you gave them the chance of the type of weaponry which i'm describing they would take them because it fulfills their criteria which is they want population reduction to be civil and meritocratic there's only one real way to do that in biology right you can't look if you try and um, line people up in front of trenches, etc., or you know, yeah. whatever other sort of mass um, genocide. Ways, right? Yeah, um, mm-hmm. you'll get pushback. And so, yeah. the, the way to do that um, would be the use of prions as a um, mechanism to one give them plausible deniability, and two, in, in a sense, guarantee effects. Right. So. You want to, if you've got that weapon, you want to be sure that you get as many people as possible in as coordinated manner as possible. And you could, I would argue that that's been done. The job has been done, and now we're basically waiting to see um, how that um, how that sort of plays out. And the data points just keep still rolling in, that such that the UK government has to. Um, mid-stride, hard, start hiding excess deaths, right? So yeah. people aren't getting spooked. Right? Because most people are not going to 
be able to follow the mechanism down, but I would say it's incumbent upon you. It's the equivalent of the native tribes coming across white man and trying to understand the boomstick. That boomstick does something, it makes thunder, but something else is happening you can't see that causes yeah. your tribes to get taken down, right? And as, as intuitive an understanding that you have to have of firearms, you need to have of these types of weapons as well. Well, so again, I mean, I mentioned it in the first hour, but again, I, I think I would just reiterate J. Edgar Hoover's quote back in 1956 with regard to communism in this case, but, you know, he said the menace uh, will remain a menace until the American people make themselves aware of the techniques at work. No one who truly understands what it is, uh, what it really is, can be taken in by it. Yet the individual is handicapped by coming face-to-face with a conspiracy so monstrous he cannot believe it exists. The American mind simply has not come to a realization of the evil which has been introduced in our into our midst. It rejects even the assumption that human creatures could espouse a philosophy which must ultimately destroy all that is good and decent. And I think of that, you know, when you're saying apex predator class of neo-Malthusians, these are people, most of us think, you know, everyone thinks like we think, and that is not the case. These people do not think the way that, you know, most of the rest of us think. And so to, you know... To come to grips with that, I think, is really kind of a, a number one priority. Yes, very important. These people look at you like I looked at my monkeys in the lab. Look, I yeah. cared for my monkeys deeply, but they had a job to do, and right. they had well a said. through a process, right? And that's yeah. exactly how they – and they think that they're following all their ethical guidelines that they've um, hashed out between themselves and, like I say, yeah. do, have it burned into your brain, what Meadow said. We want it to be Ted, civil. Yeah. Um, Ted Bundy used to take – he would go buy – uh, a bunch of mice, like a box of mice at the pet store. Take him out into the woods, make his little pet utopia, and select one to kill. And he thought he was being benevolent and uh, you know kind by letting the others live. It's that kind of thing. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, we class that as sort of psychopathic behavior, right? Um, Absolutely. All of these people fill all the criteria of dark triad traits, and um, you should. I would say right now, with what happened, you should take them at their word. Right, absolutely. Now, until, until we can uh, prove otherwise, and so. And if I may, just one other, you know, conjectural um, sort of anecdotal observation. The duper's delight factor. You know, whenever Bill Gates starts talking about 800,000 people dying and he laughs, that's not an accident. That's not a nervous tick. That's duper's delight. Or when uh, they have a shooting at Lakewood Church and uh, Joel Osteen says, we're just devastated. And he's he, he can't – like he has permagrant. His face is – permanently smile that's not an accident there's a reason mm. for that speaking of you know apex predator you know nothing but dark triad traits i mean there's there's a reason for that anyway yeah this, this is all real okay and so if the question we have to ask is have they fired this weapon 
And if so, what are the mechanisms? And so the first pushback you're going to get is there's not a prion in that um, sequence that we've given you. And this is why you need the technical understanding to be able to do an end run around the fact checkers that are going to be swarmed onto you as this information becomes more and more um, public knowledge. And I've been doing this for four years, and I can assure you that um, they have a very, very tight control on the reach that I have. Okay. Um, so what we what we have to do is we have to say, well, we talk about these amyloidogenic sequences. And so we can computationally run the sequence, and you can find it on the spike protein from the virus or from the expression products in the vaccines. You take that sequence, you can run it, and then you can see which ones fill the criteria. So there's you know, a particular type of biochemistry that you would look for in those 20 amino acids. And to make it easy, we'll, just, we'll, we'll say that they encode um, very positively charged amino acids, and you'll get them all together. So basically, they make a sort of raft shape rather than making a helix shape in the structure of the protein. And their interactions are able to cause the misfolding of other proteins. And so the technical term that we use is cross-seeding amyloidogenic peptides or peptide sequences, which means that you no longer are bound by the constraints of having the premise that you have to have where so you have a chicken and the egg problem which is where does the first prion come from to start causing the prion cascade so that you get zombie deer right how does that happen so now we have a causal mechanism that doesn't require the whole protein you you get viral peptides that have these properties and you expose the population that way now our bodies have grown up or, or evolved with these pathogens such that these risks are out there. We know that there's something called spontaneous Creutzfeldt-Jakob, and it has a particular cohort of patients and a um, set of symptoms that we that helps us categorize, and then you make a bunch of diagnostics and you confirm post-mortem if that person had CJD or not. Then we had the variant CJD, which was a consequence of um, BSE, and... Now we're potentially waiting for a new form of Creutzfeldt-Jakob to emerge in humans. Now, this is where the nexus begins with respect to what's happening with chronic wasting disease and the mass exposure to gene transfection and cross-seeding amyloidogenic peptides, which happened through the mandates and mass vaccination and mass exposure through these biowarfare programs. Does, does that make sense to you so far? Uh, I believe so. And I appreciate your uh, going slow because I think, you know, I mean, I can sense in what you're saying that you want to, there's so much, you know, that you just want to <laughs> mm -hmm. just throw it all out there, but I can, I can sense that you're going slow to, try to make sure that everybody stays with us by the way mr Bordop says you know should we you know we should announce whether or not we're going to take calls do you want to take calls yeah i don't mind taking calls maybe bottom of the hour sure 
Okay, so the phone lines are open, folks. You know the deal, local 512-248-8252. If you're in a cave somewhere, uh, toll-free 800-313-9443. Go ahead, sir. So we're in a situation now where this is very perilous times because you're seeing being leaked into the public consciousness this um, premise that the prion from deer can cross over into humans. Okay, now think about what that means. So at the same time, we've had this mass exposure to these amyloidogenic peptides. And so if there are these collection of pathologies which emerge, and it's not just neurological, this is what people have to grasp. Protein misfolding affects you below the neck and above the neck as well, and it can infiltrate virtually every organ system. That's why you catch it from eating meat, etc. And one of the things that sort of concerns me at the moment is that if we start to see um, this wave occur of, you know, unforeseen neurological disorders, that they would be forced to classify as a new form of variant CJD, what they will do is they will blame the deer and try and will do everything possible to put responsibility onto themselves when it was these biowarfare programs and the medical countermeasures which has done the mass exposure. Now, we'll, we'll find out more as time progresses. We're still very early into the, the process. But So, uh, two things. CJD is Kreutzfeldt-Jakob disease and then yeah. there's the variants of that vcjd but mm-hmm. i i i keep getting this mental picture of uh the movie i am legend which was a remake um but you know <laughs> i keep getting that visual remember I, that movie i've, I've only the, seen it for you. it's it's got fresh prince of bel-air and the dog exactly right? yes yeah mm-hmm. yeah um yeah you know any so we've had a population level event occur now, within the scientific literature, there's a principle called superprion, extinction-level event. And you can use something called archaeogenomics, and you can look at the um, what's called the polymorphisms that are present in the human prion protein. And you can see where there was essentially an evolutionary bottleneck with respect to the position of specific amino acids, and they think at some point in our past, in the Paleolithic era, that um, there was this superprion event that wiped out most of the Euro European Asian continent. And that's why we see the current polymorphism that we do in the prion protein. And so it's not outside of scientific rationale to be talking about essentially extinction level events when talking about coordinated timed exposure to these prion catalyzing epitopes that form part of the um, expression products of the vaccine and the virus now the, the in case in the case of the virus your body has a, a whole series of immune barriers to deal with these types of amyloidogenic sequences Right, it's why you will you, you will get mucousy and your body's trying to flush that those peptides out so you don't get exposed, etc. And so um, you, could, you could make an argument that because they use or they use an injection, 
which pushes past your immune barrier. So your skin is an immune barrier. They plunge it deep into a muscle and they use what would it's technically described as a tissue agnostic, meaning it doesn't care which tissue it hits. Highly labile, meaning it moves all around the body, vector. And in that vector is the um, genetic code to make the peptide sequence that, that has this prion-catalyzing epitope in it. And what we know from looking at the viral dynamics is that the prion, specifically human prion protein catalyzing epitope, is in the S1 segment. And that means that it's that gets cleaved and cut up and um, dis- dispersed around the body through various mechanisms. But it's it's the fact that it's in that S1 segment, this specific human prion protein catalyzing epitope, from my perspective, it's not chance that it's there. That didn't just come out of a bat cave. That's, that's very specific, with a very specific effect that fits all the criteria that Meadows was describing at the beginning. Now, everyone is exposed. Now, we're in a situation where potentially, even if you avoided the vaccine, you're now going to be surrounded by people who are essentially producing prion protein and shedding it into the environment. And this is what yeah. we've learned. They, the they are the super shedder, super spreader. Yep. Yep. And fecal matter, sweat, mm-hmm. blood, all, all these tissues uh, have capability to spread prions. Prions can last so, on. For, go ahead. W- would you say that this touches on at least why we were... Um, Introduced to the PEPFAR, the AIDS contingent, as as you know, directing the response efforts, so called. Uh, I, I know, didn't catch the question. PEPFAR. Yeah the the um, so over here, um, PEPFAR stands for uh, President's Emergency Plan for AIDS Relief. And so it was the AIDS contingent, basically. You know, it was Fauci, Burks, all those guys were part of the PEPFAR contingent. The AIDS, um, the AIDS, uh, I guess what I would call AIDS management contingent. Yeah. And so, you know, some of us were saying, wait a minute, why is the, you know, are we, is this, you know, is COVID AIDS? Why are, why is the AIDS properties very managing the response. HIV. Yeah, has properties very similar. And mm-hmm. so this was one of the first indicators that we were dealing with something synthetic. There was a manuscript that came out again looking at the molecular biology that said the paper was called um from Pradnanatel in India, the uncanny similarity between HIV and SARS-CoV-2. And um you can look at these variable loops that are part of the spike protein, basically allow it to interact with its environment. And they're homologous with um, part of the HIV protein, GP120. GP120 is amyloidogenic and can cause protein misfolding. There's a neurological disorder associated with HIV called HAND, HIV-associated neurological disorder, where basically the brain just starts um, degenerating. This... This mass exposure has happened, and 
now they will do anything and everything to draw distance away from the initial event. They will do everything to try to isolate experts like myself who are telling you this is this is the mechanisms that they've fired at you and they will amplify every bit of nonsense and um counter narrative counter intelligence yeah that they will put out there viruses aren't real etc etc all all this will be pushed out there to stop people actually because when you start looking at the molecular biology you can follow it you can see the steps that have been taken and these you want to say that um prions aren't real okay well you know there's millions of zombie deer prowling the <laughs> the continent of the US right now that isn't real um you know the, the the neurological effects are obvious right so something is happening we can replicate it in the lab um this this is a a disease, and again, it's not just neurological effects that impact the uh, the individual who becomes exposed. The infective dose is in the femtogram range, so you only need a tiny, tiny little bit of exposure to start having a cascade within the body. And the simple fact is. And I'm sure you've heard about the plasmid contamination in the vaccines. Which, again, why the PEPFAR contingent? That's why. Do um, you, uh, as a, again, as a, just a brief aside, there was a New York Times uh, story that introduced, so, you know, we were getting introduced uh, to the PEPFAR contingent. As this is, you know, it was being presented as normal, as you know. And over here, we got introduced to Deborah Burks, and there was a New York Times article titled, uh, it was uh, March 6th, 2020, um, top coronavirus official for U.S. has fought an epidemic before. Dr. Deborah Burks was appointed by President Barack Obama in 2014 to lead the government's fight against the global AIDS epidemic. Now she is coordinating the response to coronavirus. And the opening words of the article, in the spring of 1983, even before the virus that causes AIDS had a name, a young army doctor named Deborah L. Burks suffered excessive bleeding while giving birth. Moments before she passed out from pain, she screamed an order at her husband, don't let them give me blood. She may have saved her own life. The blood she would have received was later discovered to be contaminated with HIV. And so, you know, if it was me, I'd stop right there and go, now, hold on. What did she know? How did she know before we all knew that this was even a thing? What, What's going on there? Anyway. Well, Speaking of um, coordinated and orchestrated, yep. <laughs> to your point so, earlier, these these people and like I say, how far up the chain does it go, and yeah. how much do they really know? Again, it's difficult to say. What well, all we could again, this is why you have to go back to what's demonstrable, and this is why you have to go to the molecular biology. Now, um, all these people that were part of this project or part of these projects, you could argue that they were siloed, etc., and um, what, didn't really understand what was going on. Perhaps they thought they were doing what was for the best, etc. And we, we have to wrestle with the idea of um, who who is culpable and how do we hold them to account in yeah. 
in this scenario. And the simple fact is, all, all we can do, again, is work with the data to hand. And, be, and if that data to hand fits what it is that I'm describing, there's a couple of things. You're on a ticking clock because you've had mass exposure. And two, you've got to, um, it doesn't, there's going to be a decline in people's ability to, in effect, take action. And so, again, what, what do you do in these circumstances? And this is why you're seeing this top-down, you could argue, techno-communitarian control take place on, on the internet, etc., that will try to constrain and maintain the narrative and control. You will never hear this, or, or a version that you will hear will be a watered-down version of the one that I'm giving to you right now as they try to, they'll try to, I think, push push blame onto deer and it being a zoonotic event. It was the deer that did it. And you, you savages eating deer and venison, um, it's your fault now. Nothing yeah. to do with um, the biowarfare programs that initiated this. This is, this is the um, world I w in which I think we're stepping into. And then you have, well, they've got to, they've got to start accounting for the bodies that are going to be emerging. And so this is where they have a sort of uh, as a controlled demolition, etc. But, you know, the more warfare, the more um, stress on <laughs> chains of distribution and um, collapse, etc., the, the more they're going to leverage those tools that are available to them. They can do that. They can push towards... Maybe they'll say, oh, it is a lab-origin pathogen. We can blame China now. And they can say, you know, we're going head-to-head -head with China, etc. And as a consequence, there's going to be all this fallback, etc. And um, conflict. And that's, that's where I think they're going. And with it will come more authoritarianism as a means to control yeah. what people are saying and trying to understand and yeah thing things like the internet might just disappear overnight if it gets too out of hand or you know a, a more gated version that's been discussed for 20 well pretty much from the beginning of the internet and and certainly for the last 10 years it, it keeps sort of creeping bubbling to the surface and then sinking back down but you know this idea of i mean like there was the time 10 years ago where they were seriously saying there were NPR articles and stuff about maybe we should have, you know, dot Coke, dot Pepsi. And, you know, those are the only legitimate websites that search engines rank and things like that. And it would, by the way, it would cost you a quarter of a million dollars to buy one of those domain names, but don't worry about that. Or I guess rent because it's your licensing. But, um, those discussions, there's, you know, the gated content that we've seen skyrocket. There's the, um, what do you call it? The, um, um, the, uh, uh, um, oh gosh, uh, GDPR, I think is, uh, what it is, right? GDPR is the, um, General Data Protection uh, Regulation Compliance Deal. 
um, where now we all have to have cookies on websites and stuff. And if you don't say yes, then basically that effectively becomes gated content and all that kind of stuff. So mm. um, there are um, soft forms of censorship is what I'm saying that are already in place. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ready to in go. Plausibly s- deniable sort of ways. Yeah. And I, 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 I smacked into it very early on and I've been wrestling with it ever since. So I was trying to tell people what was going on. And the, you know, could I have chosen different ways to go about it? Maybe. I don't know. Um, You had to, I had to react to sort of situations on the ground as well in the immediate. Yeah. And, um, but of all the people that have been talking about this, I would say I've probably been most consistent about what it is that we're being exposed with. And it, when it, fits like a hand in a glove with what people like the the Malthusians are saying, then that to me just means that I need to keep going. I need to warn people about what it is that's coming. And so we're in in a domain where the invariably fatal is how they describe exposure to these prion-like disorders. And we're dealing with extinction level events and get to what solutions after the break well on that note we'll be right back folks stick around we'll be right back after this short break You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Health Simple with Colorado Shioji. Fact bit number one. What goes in must come out. Whatever we ingest, breathe in, or transfer by contact must be expelled. Expelled directly as burned calories through perspiration, respiration, or expelled via urinary and gastric channels. Every element that is not properly used or removed by our bodies become toxins. And toxins, as we know, are causal to every disease and ailment. Toxins are what makes us subpar, unable to be at our best. Be your healthy best by cleansing your body of daily and deeply embedded toxins. Live stronger, and we hope live longer. Shilajit, legit Shilajit, that is, like Colorado Shilajit, is perhaps the greatest homeopathic whole body remover of toxins made by Mother Earth. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. 
visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Tehebo Tea Club's original pure pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. So, uh, on the happy note we went out on, invariably fatal exposure, extinction level event stuff, uh, we opened the phones. We'll go to the phones in a second. But, um, you know, I asked you during the break, did you have a kind of a tipping point uh, moment for you in the beginning of all of this with the coordination of things and stuff? Well, yeah, as we discussed, it was just the obvious um uh, deplatforming um, accounts being taken away, etc. That you, you know, it was just um, a bit. You know, you had a suspicion at, at the beginning, and then you know, it sort of became obvious, and then it became you know, you get the Twitter files released, etc. And now we know that it's um, occurring on a mass scale. I encourage everyone to listen to uh, the Mike Benz interview with um, Tucker Carlson. That pretty much explains um, the mechanisms that they're using and they're going to deploy against you. Um, we're entering treacherous times. I think they will become um, what you thought COVID was bad. Um, potentially what's coming is going to be orders of magnitude worse and they have to yeah. hide it under ever more extreme um, events. Yeah. Um, hence the military escalations, etc. I think you'll be seeing. 5GW, everything's a weapon and will mm-hmm. be weaponized. So speaking of the disclosure, I mean, not to get too far afield, but I mentioned yesterday on yesterday's broadcast David Samuels wrote an interesting article last March titled The Battle to Control America's Mind, and it's not just America, obviously. Washington is waging an information war, and in it, there's some interesting stuff about you know the fact-checking. He does a brilliant job, really, of saying, you know, here's how all of this, you know, the, um, the Russiagate stuff, the everything that went along with that, the Steele dossier, all of that was – there's more going on there than – 
than you think, people. And so, you know, all of this plays into what we're talking about. I'll leave it to people to read that for themselves. But um, before we go to the phones, one question, um, how, you know, where do people find you? How do they interact with you if they want to do that? Um, McCann Dojo, M-C-C-A-I-R-N, Dojo like Karate Dojo. Com. And mm-hmm. all my sort of social media links are on there. I sit okay. all, all day on Discord answering questions and just hanging out. Um, you know, I'm, there's no way back into the system for me because I'm too, I've been too outspoken basically about what's happened. And um, so now, I don't, now I'll do this. Um, make their life as uncomfortable, right, as possible. You're not going to... Level in the shoe. You're not going to make a network of uh, sock puppet accounts and... (laughs) Well, you know, what I've tried to do is build out independent infrastructure because of the censorship. So um, wetalkyoulisten.com is a video uploading and streaming site that you can use. um, And I'm trying to aggregate, encourage people to aggregate important information that they will try to scrub as we go forward. People like Dennis Meadows start archiving that stuff because I think it's going to be um, extremely important um, in yeah. the coming years and the I links are on I my com- homepage yeah I couldn't agree more with that and uh, it's so difficult because you know we're overwhelmed obviously that's part of the that's part of what was intended you know the flooding of the zone that they were talking about in event 201 stuff and uh, overwhelming you with this kind of stuff anyway uh, we probably should go to the phones. Rhonda in Missouri, thanks for calling. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I, I wanted to call because uh, this, this uh, like, goes well with what, is your guest name, is his name David? Kevin. Kevin, I'm Kevin sorry. Kevin McCarran? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, Kevin. Um goes well with what Kevin's saying. Kevin's going into a little bit more detail on the... Um, you know, uh, inner workings of it. But the uh, I found a documentary. Um, I, I emailed it to you for your listeners if they want to watch it. It's on Rumble. It's uh, The Great Setup uh, with David Mar- Martin. He's a, well, it's a documentary, and it's only like 30 minutes long. And it's titled How and Who Pulled Off the COVID-19 Scamdemic and Killer Vaccinations. Um, two things, I watched it last night, and two things that uh, stood out in my mind was this guy went to a political, uh, you're never going to get anything done there, but he went to political channels and, you know, made certain people aware of it. One of them, he said, was like uh, Ron DeSantis down there in Florida. And a couple of people he went to said, well, you know, let's talk about it. It's an election season. Let's talk about it. Later, while people are dying or getting shot, you know what I'm saying? So, um, the other thing was, the guy who created it, he was, um, uh, he also gave, and he goes through it brilliantly, I think, he created this uh, non-entity, it's it's all man-made, basically, it's but he also gave the solution, which doc, he says uh, Dr. Zelensky came up with from the literature that they printed. So he said basically they created the bomb and then they 
gave you the code to keep the bomb from going off. <laughs> but it's very interesting. I emailed it to you. Um, what I think you what guys happened to... You're talking about, you're not talking about Zelenko, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Sorry, I got too okay. many, uh, anything. I, um, so the other so one what that... what happened to Vladimir Zelenko? Anyway. Right. Well, a rhetorical question. Had, yeah. So the last thing is, is that um, he said, uh, remember how you were, like, talking about Ramaswamy? <laughs> well, he had a hand Vivek, in... Yeah. Yeah, he had a hand in all this. His uh, old tech companies, or not tech companies, his um, pharmaceuticals had a had yeah. a hand in what was going on there. So nobody's clean, <laughs> you know. Everybody's uh, got a part to play in that. And uh, yeah, don't yeah. Uh, this so, guy. So, like Kevin said, you know, where do you draw the line, and um, how do you determine who's culpable, and how do you hold them? to account. Yeah, this guy has an interesting background, too, but um, it's similar to Vivex, it sounds like, but anyway, um, he uh, very, very, he says it very succinctly, so it's only like 30 minutes, so people want to watch it. Uh, A lot different from what Kevin's talking about, which I appreciate what Kevin's saying, too, because that gives you the inner workings of, you know, what happens to your body when you take it kind of thing, the prions and all that. Um, but I think if people watch this and listen to this broadcast, that a lot of uh, light bulbs will be going off, you know what I'm saying? Right on. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right, well, do, you have a, do you have a question for Kevin? Um, well, you kind of went into your background. Are you uh, like a science major? or I, I didn't – I was working, so I didn't hear – like, how do you? How did you get into this whole? Um, yeah, you're, I'm, I'm a PhD uh, systems neuroscientist. I have my own lab. Um, I'm well published, regarded in my field. I was. Um, yeah, if um, you go to I, ResearchGate I, and look Kevin McCarran up, you'll find plenty of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering why Kevin has to go kind of underground where people like Dr. David Martin don't. It's just. I don't That's know. a good question. And look into who Dr. David Martin is and who his associations are. He's he's um, one uh, one degree of freedom away from Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that's why you know Chris has put it in our heads that you always got a question, but you know question things. But I I I listened to it last night and I'm like, wow, there's a big revelation on that one. You know what I mean? So I guess they let certain people let out certain information. Maybe to deflate. Yeah, they're, they're happy for you anger. to start diving into tech, technicalities around um, patents and old um, statute and intellectual property law from 20 years ago, because mm-hmm. essentially it's an infinite loop of um, information that you can dig out. out. Yeah, yeah. he 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 also goes into like patents and how they got them and how they got around yeah, the it's, license. It's, design, it's designed to it's designed to weigh you down and. Um, because you can you can start saying, oh, that's what I'm going to look in there. And, and then you start looking in all that material, and it's highly technical. And then you'll get a Karen Kingston come along and tell you that there's um, nanobots and um, super technology coming for you. When No, the more parsimonious explanation is that they exposed you to the toxic products uh, that come from 
the, the protein expression and it distills down to prion epitopes and being able to cause prion disease. That's the part they don't want you to get to. And this was part of biowarfare programs. That's where they don't want you to go. They're yeah, absolutely. And you can it's talk about very technical, else. too. So it's like, you know, like Chris said, is appreciated that you kind of slowed down because it's like, wait a minute, let me look up that word or whatever. You know, because people who aren't in that field aren't quite sure exactly. But, you know, at least it's being recorded and you can go back and listen. But had you ever thought about joining the club before you put out your information? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you obviously aren't part of the club because you had to go underground. But it does make you wonder how these other people are getting away with providing this knowledge and, you know, where it went sideways, so. Well, these are these controlled narrative networks. You can basically think of them as um, Mm quasi-military limited hangouts. They put extraordinary amounts of effort and money into them. Yeah, I had never heard of that guy before, but there's still some nuggets in there, so, and I don't believe he's They have to give you something. They have to give you something so that you, you start fixating on it. And they're yeah. not seeing the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to also share this broadcast with people because, you know, it's kind of a compare and contrast. Look what happens when you're not part of the club. Look what happens when you are. But, you know, again, the the base of the how this happened is, um, you know, it, it seems like maybe now they're forced to bring out this information to for some reason, because somebody's getting too close to something else or something. Keep us distracted anyway, but appreciate you taking my call. You guys have a great day. Thanks, Rhonda. Much appreciated. Back to the phones in the interest of time. Mike in Kentucky, thanks for calling. Welcome. Well, I don't know. The tricks have been known for a number of centuries for being able to feed cattle what they're not supposed to eat, like fish meal to increase uh, milk production, but I think it was Turn in the spring of 2021 or 2022 that the U.K. added processed animal protein, PAP, back to the hot mix feed. And it, can now, it just cannot include any bovine protein. Now, yep. over here in America, you can't, keep, you can't keep the squirrels or the deer out of the cattle feed. See where I'm going with this. You've got a common source for all this for decades. Yeah, Yeah, okay. So what were you saying, Kevin? Well, that they have – these are these um, cross-seeding, cross-species catalyzing epitopes. And so in in the literature, basically, you have sort of universal donors and um, universal um, givers, if you like. So which which – prions are the most toxic and with around SARS this is my concern is so you can take protein sequences etc and you can look in public databases and you will you can look to see what overlap um, a particular sequence has with other um, organisms and it's very rare that you would you would get no hits and with the SARS-CoV-2 prion catalyzing epitope it is unique. It's not in any database. It's and so I would argue again. It's probably synthetic in origin. And this is. So, um, it was. It was just yeah, ready, so, ready to be deployed. 
Yeah. Well, the prions apparently, though, were discovered quite a long time ago before we had the ability to use oh, yeah, enzymes. Yeah. We've known make... about them for, for um, but we've known about the diseases for centuries. The, um, exactly. the causative agents, um, Gizadek was his name, who ended up working at Fort Detrick. Well, what about the Kreutzfeldt-Jakob's original disease? Is that just a cover story that these uh, African tribes were secretly eating their ancestors and that caused that? Yeah, I, think, I, think, I think that um, likely did happen. Um, so, you know, we, it seems like nature's got this uh, preventative here. You shouldn't be eating things like that. <laughs> you shouldn't eat... Right. Things that you're made out of seems like the simplest uh, common sense solution would be just in, to, in the short term, and the safe thing to do would be to stop eating all animal products until we know where these prions are coming from. But it seems like a common thing here in America, anyway, would it's be too, the damn cattle feed. It's, it's too late. Waste it's with all this animal chain. protein. It's too late. Huh? It's beyond the food chain, and they've basically pushed it into hundreds of millions of Americans right now who are potentially in the. Um, catalyzing phase and building up prions within their tissue right now. Yeah. And well, food has got nothing to do with it. Reports of 40-year-olds with Alzheimer's now, and that's about how long a lot of this processed meat products with 40 different pigs and 40 different cows is in the log of of uh, whatever, sausage or hamburger. It seems to me like the smart thing would be to just quit eating all that and see if your body can't mm-hmm. clear it out or at least slow it way down. Yeah, I mean, there are. I think there are ways to slow it down. I don't think there are ways to stop it. That's the problem. It was kind of like right, prostate we got, cancer. All right, we got to go back to the phones here. Appreciate it, sure. Mike. Much appreciated. Uh, back to the phones in the interest of time. Lynn and Marilyn, thanks for calling. Welcome. Thank you very much, Chris. Thank, thank you, Kevin. My God, you're wonderful. Um, well, you answered my question. Clearly, not an antidote. Um, though I would imagine there is for the powers that be. Yeah, why would anybody create something they didn't have a cure for? Um, I don't think Moore it's said. just the meat Remember thing because said. of bioengineered food, and we already know that the virus Lynn, is... hold on, hold on a second, hold on. Could Remember I please James finish? I'll go said. real fast and then stop. Lynn, Lynn, hold on a second. What were we saying, Kevin? Remember what Moore said. They want it meritocratic, meaning everyone. These people, if they believe that, maybe they just think that we're all jumping over the cliff together and who comes out the other side well you know, maybe perhaps they have contingency to make sure that there's some continuity in terms of information trying to resurrect infrastructure etc but maybe maybe they just thought most most go over and that's why well that's why you saw what you did um mass mass exposure now look we know that there were how should we say the executive class paying to not have exposure through gene transfection. You know that. But the problem is, you're in a situation now, if it's akin to chronic wasting disease, it's just going to start spreading among the population anyway through other vectors. Insects, ticks, so, mosquitoes. Here's a question. Is there a way, you know, if that's what's happening, is there a way, like, will that be... Will that be um, evident somewhere in some detection method? Like, will will some conventional, you know, will we see that? Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, will that be made 
evident somewhere in the data that's being gathered, the massive data by you know CDC and well, yes. Yeah, so so the, the big concern right now is is that they basically have a um, technique, um, protein misfolding cyclic amplification, where it's it's like um, PCR. They can take a very small sample and see if you're contaminated with it because they can amplify it in a short period of time. The concern would be, I, I would say at this point, um, these people don't get to dictate or, or do anything with respect to the um, extreme end of public health measures and the tyrannical forces which they can bring to bear. And this is why I'm a, a strong advocate for non-compliance, non-compliance with their programs, non-compliance with the, the um, voluntary wars that they um, try to get into, non-compliance with um, the social and economic controls that they try to foist upon you, particularly usury, etc., things like this. Withdraw from the system as much as possible. Let it implode. Is there is there a reason why when you say protein misfolding cyclic amp- amplification, I'm thinking of PCR tests also? Yes, anyway, it's, it's very similar. It's <laughs> similar. But it, the, the, yeah. the, the thing is, it can be abused as well. So they can, yeah. they can say, oh, the young the person with 40 years old, they've got um, the appearance of Alzheimer's. Okay, so he lives on a street, he's surrounded by neighbors, he's got family, and say that they can come in and they can say, oh, we've got a hit now for this, um, the equivalent of chronic wasting disease in humans, whatever they're going to call it, as it emerges in human populations. And now we're putting a cordon sanitaire around that group. When it comes to cervids, meaning deer, reindeer, the strategy that they use is a cordon sanitaire and they go in and exterminate everything within that cordon sanitaire. Mm Mm-hmm. And then make sure nothing goes into that area because the prions remain in the soil and on um, in, in the environment. Interesting. Lynn? Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Um, this yes, is Lynn. Um, if, if the prions are in the environment and we know that they test in the water, don't the prions survive in the water and then get into whatever parasites may be in the water? And what about bioengineered food? And what happens when you throw pulse microwaves into this whole thing when you already have people that are being totally brainwashed by staring at screens and using their phones all day long? And their structures are being affected along with their, their hormones and the rest of their endocrine system. So I wouldn't worry about the microwaves at this instance. I would try and think more practical. Parasites, yes, that's something you probably want to be thinking about. Um, Processed foods that have um, exposure um, that you don't know the providence of, where the food has come from. Um, Again, you have to – the solution to – look, it's if what it is is this bottleneck, evolutionary bottleneck, the presumption is most of us don't make it, right? They're talking about – if they want to get down to a billion people, that means seven to eight billion people are going to disappear over the next few decades, half a century. Um, most of us won't make it. The way to get through it is do what they're telling you not to do, which is have children. And it's it's the evolutionary pressure and the adaptation of the children which will overcome in their own polymorphisms the pressure from the from the path, not pathogen, but the prion in the environment. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. 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 So, um, so it's, avoidance is the best thing, but there's no fix to it at all for anybody. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, the, the thing to be doing is um, children and adaptation. That's how you get through. 
It's what happened in the past. It's what happens this time. Or should happen. This is why they're telling you, oh, there's too many people. Stop having children. Um, <laughs> and no fun either. <laughs> no fun either, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. Thank you, Lynn. Much appreciated. Yeah, so we're about two minutes out to, from the end, and uh, did we did we touch on most things? I think we covered it. I don't know if there's another caller that wants to try and get in quick. Um, I think we're I think we're about done. I'm just going to reiterate, so folks can find you at your website, McCarnDojo.com, and um, also you know if they're interested, again you know your your profiles on ResearchGate, so they can. Run over there and read up on that stuff. And then you mentioned wetalkyoulisten.com. You said we all need to start gathering up dots and hanging on to them. Yeah, start archiving the video material. Um, yeah. Don't be reliant on YouTube, etc. They can just make stuff disappear at push of the button. Yeah. Um, and the the people who have instantiated this set of circumstances who have got the, the printed and spoken record of it. Well, you know, we start with them, right? And so make sure that you, you have all that all that data to hand. Don't let History don't let is them. a fable agreed upon. Mm, yes. That kind of a thing. Yeah. So we have to make sure that we have all the all the documents. Uh, absolutely. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you uh for for taking the time. Kevin, I, um, I really appreciate it. More than welcome. It was a pleasure. Um, sorry, it's such a dark um, subject. I wish I had something more more pleasant to talk about. But um, yeah, it is it what is it weird. is. Yeah, yeah, it's reality. So mm-hmm. we shouldn't okay. try to avoid it. No, and this this is the thing, and you know, most people don't probably don't want to know in this situation. It's a case of you know, don't don't look up like that movie, right? <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. And what does he do at the end? He just goes back to family, sit with family till the end. That's that's yeah. Absolutely, that's it, folks. That's it. I hope it was informative, and uh, as always, it truly is an honor and a pleasure. My thanks again to you, Kevin, and um, I hope Thank everybody has a great weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe we can do it again sometime. Take care, folks. God bless. We'll catch you on the other side. Till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop-in lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop-in lift? Our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure! And the ease-off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease-off? Go to easeoff.com. 
That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. 